Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Morning, Adam. How pleased were you with the first team defensive performance they turned in, especially in that first half? It was good. It was really good. I thought we were dominant. Um, you know, a lot of those, there were a lot of three and outs in there. Um, you know, even the one field goal drive, you know, were two costly mistakes. It was a, it was third and 14. We got a roughing the passer call, and then we were over aggressive on a bubble and gave up a 30 yard throw. But other than those two events, I thought we were pretty dominant. Got the young DBs, a lot of playing time. Um, what did you get? What What were your assessment of them, and what do you want to see? What did you like, and what do you want to see improved? You know, we actually got Conrad in an early time. Um, you know, he subbed in there. He was in there with the first defense uh, for a series. Almost had a pick on his first play. Uh, ball had hit the ground, so you know that was the plan. So he got in there fairly early. Uh, Ashwin Barker got in there fairly early, um, and then we got a chance early in that third quarter to get the rest of them in there. And it was good. You know, you can't replace um, game time, you know, and you try to replicate it on the practice field. Um, but they're all smiling a little bit wider at the end of the game because they knew they got the experience. Coach Trevell mentioned, I think it was 102 guys in all played. I think 50 of them were on were on defense. How valuable are these games? I mean, I think not many of the, the first team guys played above like 25 snaps. I mean, both for what you can do for those young guys getting them the in-game experience, but also, I mean, it's early in the season, but it's a long season. The the lesser loads you can get for the, the guys you're going to rely on a lot. Yeah, I mean, Kurt, we try to get out in front as fast as we can in every game, but when you when that opportunity happens, I mean, I looked up and there were 14 minutes ago in the third quarter, and I'm making the call to the defensive staff, and I'm starting to look up at the clock, and, you know, then I think we went down and scored again, so it was just, you know, it, and when we're putting some of these guys in, you know, obviously we we think there's a chance that they can help us at one point, especially this year. Um, so you know, we really started to empty it towards the end of the game. But you know, when you're in the third quarter, those are all people, players that you know have been in competition for roles, um, just not quite there yet. Uh, is it just experience that they need? Maybe, um, but. You know, I think it, it helps us. It helps build the team. I mean, when you could sit down at a team meeting, there's 100 guys that played in the game. You know, that's, that's good for morale, um, not just because of your execution and the way you won the game, but just because they were involved and they were out there. Uh, a lot of the, I guess, some of the guys that you guys coach now um, weren't even alive when 9-11 happened. And I know Coach Norvell said he talked to the team about it, and Boston College is going to have their red bandana game. You were coaching in New York at the time. I was. I was at Wagner College, um, and I can remember we, I had a I had a meeting with uh, his name was Ryan Castellani because he had class, so I had to meet with him 
Um, and it was early in the morning, and when I got done with the meeting, um, my mother had called and said, you know, there was a plane crash. Did you hear about it? I said, I didn't. So we had a later staff meeting that day. It might have been a Monday. And um, so I was going to go for a jog, and I jogged up because the you could see the scene from Wagner Stadium across the harbor right into Manhattan. And so I, I was went to the stands, I looked across, and both towers were on fire. I could kind of see it, and I had no idea because I was by myself jogging. And so I jogged back into the um, athletic center, and it was just chaos. I mean, people were hiding under desks, and uh, F-14 fighters were flying over. And I mean, and my wife Hope was a school teacher in PS5 at that time, and you know, I couldn't talk to her. And I mean, it was just, it was hard because our head coach couldn't get over the bridge to get to the team. So I kind of had to, you know, try to gather the everybody together. And I mean, it was just, you know, we had a lot of a lot of players with a lot of family that were involved in downtown Manhattan at that time. So I mean, obviously, it's a hard. Nobody will ever forget that day. Uh, but just, you know, it was just an unbelievable event and. Um, I can still taste the soot when we went down there, you know, because we went down to try to, you know, help, you know. Our actual equipment manager, John Houlihan, uh, was an FDNY firefighter, retired, and he went right in. And we didn't see him for a week, and maybe a month after, he moved down to Palm Beach and he's never come back, you know, to New York. So, uh, actually works down at Cardinal Newman High School, I think, as an equipment manager. So, but yeah, I mean, just to think that was 20 years ago was pretty so sobering. You know, I, I don't know. You know, it's not one of those events that, you know, you, you bring up all the time. You know, it takes days like this, unfortunately, um, to kind of, you know, talk about it. But, um, you know, I, I found myself sharing, you know, my events with our staff at times because you, you were there, you know, and it, it was so close. So, uh, you know, it, it just, I think it's our job to educate the, you know, these guys that weren't there because it's all part of our history. And uh, you know, I don't know how it affects them or how they think of it right now. Um, but, yeah. Back to football. Um, defensive tackle, we, we think so much about Fabian and uh, Braden, but just a guy like Malcolm Ray to be able to kind of trust in himself, trust in you guys and, and you know, pay off now with the way he's able to play for you guys. And Dennis Briggs as well seems to be a disruptive force. How, how pleasant of a development are they for you guys up front? Mm, I expected. Um, Dennis Briggs has probably been the most impactful um, defensive lineman we've had in the first two games, to be honest with you. I mean, the amount of times that he's gotten in the face of the quarterback, I think he's got production, I think he's got sack numbers already, but, you know, I'm really proud of the way he's playing right now, you know, and, you know, the rep count hasn't been very high um, just because of the way the last game went, but his impact in the first two games has been felt, you know, by me significantly. Um, that's not saying the other guys aren't doing a good job, but you know, I name him out. You know, Malcolm's a battler. You know, he's coming off that injury, and you know, he's given us good reps. I know what we're going to get. Um, you know, I think his technique and his comfortability with the, with coming back off that injury from last year um, is a constant work in progress. But you know, he plays meaningful snaps for us, and he's part of our D line rotation. I know Coach Starvell mentioned uh, Blake Nicholson as one of the younger guys who kind of made the most of his opportunity. I know he was in on a lot of plays. I guess what did you see from him and who other who else from that group? Maybe the they won't have huge roles this year, but you're interested in what you'll see from them in those moments really stood out to you. Well, I'll answer the Blake thing. Um, you know, Blake, over the last, maybe since we got back from Jacksonville, you know, 
early on, like summer workouts, you saw the athletic ability. But you got to remember, you know, Blake was a running back, safety, corner. You know, he and he looked like that when he was first here. And it was just, you know, trying to go through it. It's like, I don't know if he's going to be ready to help. Um, but you saw the traits there. So maybe a special teams role. But really, since we got back from Jacksonville, I think Randy's done a really good job with him of simplifying it, teaching him. And, you know, I remember some of the questions Blake would ask me, and I'd just, I'd give him the answer and walk away and be like, oh boy, this could be a while. And now he, he'll say, I'll say, Blake, you're playing a lot faster. And he'll say, like, the reasons why. And so it shows you how committed he is to improving because he's, I mean, you know, I know I mentioned DJ Lundy's probably our most improved linebacker over the last year, but Blake's the most improved one over the last month. And, you know, to see him out there, I mean, he does not look like a ball in high grass. You know, he looks like he belongs, physically he does. He almost had an unbelievable toe-tap interception, and for a linebacker to just locate, find it, and almost get that play done, and he's disappointed that he didn't make it, you know. So um, I think – we're trying to get him involved on more of the kick cover stuff. Um, but, you know, I think if he continues to progress, he'll have a role in our defense here as the season progresses. Yeah, can you can you talk about the challenge of their quarterback? Uh, is he is he I know Daniels is probably a bigger kid, but are they similar in the way they run and what they can do when they get outside containment? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, you know, that you know, you thought they had somebody that they felt really good about until the fourth series of the season. You know, and now it's somebody else completely. And so, you know, not sure how that dynamic all played out, but now, you know, you, you really have two full games on Castellanos, you know, and watching him. I mean, he, he plays like a slot receiver. You know, he's more in and out of cuts. Um, you know, the difference between a slot and him is he has the ball in his hands and he has the ability to pump fake people too to get people out of the way. Uh, but he's he's definitely got legitimate quickness. He plays with a lot of confidence, you know, I mean, and, um, you know, he's, you know, made some throws last week against Holy Cross that he didn't make against NIU. So, um, you know, I wouldn't say he's Jaden Daniels, uh, but he definitely offers a unique skill set for the position of extreme quickness. Uh, Southern Miss didn't seem like they were going to hold the ball very long, um, the quarterback. So Jared probably didn't get a lot of opportunities, none of the pass rushers um, necessarily. But uh, how is Jared handling not putting up big numbers? I mean, there's so much hype on him. There's so many expectations. Uh, and I'm sure he's happy with the way the defense is playing. But how is he handling not getting big numbers yet? Yeah, I actually complimented him. I thought his game against last week against Southern Miss was actually even a cleaner game than it was against LSU. And he probably had more of an impact statistically against LSU. And, you know, I thought he actually played really well, you know, against Southern Miss. And trust me, as the game gets going, he's one of them. Like, tell JB to put me in. Coach, put me back in, right? And it's, all right, Jared, just make sure you root for these guys right now. You know, and, but I thought he had, I mean, I thought he played a really clean, aggressive, fast game, you know. and. He had two. I mean, on the pick six, he counted the level. And usually we have to block the quarterback when we pick the ball off. It's part of the routine. Well, he was on top of him the entire play, so that helped. Um, one of Dennis Briggs' sacks, he overrushed and just with great effort, you know, basically got, got in on it. And um, I just I thought Jared played a really good game. And so, 
you know, back to work this week, and I think we all know his production will be there, you know, when the end of the season comes. The biggest thing is he's helping our football team.